Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now on Colorado's morning news. After a minor delay yesterday, the $1.6 billion lawsuit against Fox News is looking to move forward today with a jury of 12 now chosen. The selection process is underway for the alternate jurors. Fox News is accused of knowingly spreading lies about Dominion voting systems, the plaintiff in the case. And of course, Dominion is based here in Denver. On with us now to talk about the potential impacts of the case. Constitutional law professor at DU Sturm College of Law. It's Ian, Ian Farrell. Professor, as always, appreciate you coming on this morning before we get into some of the details about the cases it looks like it's moving forward am i understanding right that yesterday part of the delay was is that fox was really trying to effort to get a settlement in the case um i i'm i uh don't know that for sure but that's certainly uh, a very common practice for uh for cases civil cases to settle at the courthouse steps Professor, can you kind of explain both sides? What is Fox News arguing and what is Dominion Voting Systems arguing? Sure. Uh, so Dominion Voting Systems is arguing that they uh, have been damaged by um, false statements that were aired on Fox, uh, primarily by um, some people who were interviewed um, many, many times, such as uh, Rudy Giuliani, and uh, therefore are seeking damages for that. Um, Fox is arguing, uh, at least in part, that um, their airing of those uh, interviews is covered by uh, the First Amendment's uh, freedom of speech uh, provisions. And, Professor, that's a high bar, right? And I guess I'm hearing part of Fox's defense is saying, well, we're only putting forth what the president and his people were saying. Is that part of their defense and saying that's why it's First Amendment? We're just echoing what's being shared with us? That's right, yes. Yeah. So they're, they're arguing that they were merely reporting the news. So uh, their argument is that the fact that, Fox, that, that Trump's people were making those claims uh, was newsworthy and therefore um, they are being protected in their journalistic capacity when they're airing those. Um, and you're, you're right that it is a high bar. So the, um, the main case on uh, First Amendment protections when it comes to defamation is a case from 1964 called New York Times versus Sullivan. And that case held that in order for a defamation suit to succeed, the plaintiff had to show either that the news organization actually knew the statements were false, or if they didn't know for sure that they at least suspected or thought there might be a high probability that they were false, and went ahead and uh, published or aired them anyway. And Professor Farrell, I don't know if you can clarify this for us or not. Um, it's now underway, the jury selection process. They're now uh, selecting the alternates for the 12 jurors. And this is taking place in Delaware, but from what I read, it's still using New York law. Why is that? Yeah, I'm actually not sure about that. I, uh, I, I saw that it was in uh, Delaware, but I uh, did not see that it was using New York law. I want to go back to something you said when you're talking about at least the, the precedent there in the Supreme Court that was set back back when with the it was regarding the New York Times, if I believe. Professor, by with the discovery uh, from the people representing Dominion, 
it would be apparent that there were lies and they knew there were lies because all those main hosts, and you can separate and say, well, they are the talking side of Fox versus the journalistic side of Fox, though those lines are very much blurred, uh, that they knew what they were putting forth with lies. So when you say it, and again, it being a high bar, don't they basically have them caught on tape saying exactly that? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, I think this is a, a an unusual defamation case where there are essentially dozens of smoking guns. Um, while, this, while it is a high bar uh, and in most situations a uh, news or journalistic organization uh, would not be found guilty, on these facts, it seems like on the current law, uh, there's a very, very strong argument in favour of Dominion. And uh, even with regard to the argument that um, all Fox was doing was uh, reporting on these claims, um, I think that a, you know, a, a, an open-minded or reasonable juror, uh, or, or sorry, a reasonable viewer uh, who um, saw the dozens and dozens and dozens of different times these people were put on air, uh, would have gotten the impression that um, not only was Fox uh, airing those, but were in fact endorsing them. So what are the expectations or maybe the implications if Fox both either wins or loses this trial? So the, the majority of uh, First Amendment scholars uh, seem to think that if uh, Dominion wins this trial, it would not have a substantial impact on uh, the state of the law. There are some people who argue that it would uh, put a lot of additional pressure on uh, news organisations and their sort of editorial staff in that there may be a slippery slope to, uh, to other fact patterns. I don't think that's necessarily the case because the, uh, the facts here are so um, striking and unusual. If, um, if Dominion loses the case, then um, I think it would signal that there is almost a, uh, an unfettered um, protection for any organization, any news organization, to simply air things that they know are true, and, sorry, air things that they know are not true and have no consequences, which I think would be uh, problematic. In wrapping up with you, I was going to go there because I think at this point it would be hard. I think, if anything, maybe this is burnished Dominion voting as being definitely the good guys in this and basically showing that they, they've been, if you want to say, injured. But, but if you're Dominion voting in many ways, don't you you really want this case to go forward, do you not? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you want, you want this case to go forward. You, um, you want to uh, receive the compensation for the damage that you have suffered. And, uh, yeah, so the Dominion voting certainly wants uh, the case to go forward for there to be an absolute clarification that um, Fox knew that they were lying and so forth so that they're, uh, I guess, vindicated. Whereas, you know, if there's a settlement, um, that would mean, you know, there's no uh, public uh, clearing of the, uh, of the allegations in the way that there would be with the trial.
We'll continue following this Dominion Fox News trial selection of alternate jurors now underway in Delaware and constitutional law professor at DU's Sturm College of Law, Ian Farrell. Professor, thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you. You're welcome.